Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, everything having to do with your home from the kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, even down to the swimming pool. You name it, and we chat about it. And now, on with the show. Well, today is August 4th, and as I've said many, many times, I do catalog these shows by date. Well, I started thinking that I should do a podcast about countertops. There's so many choices, and I thought, well, this would be good, except I kind of got stuck on the laminate, and I'll tell you why, because when I did my research, it was so interesting, I just kept delving more and more into that subject. So we're going to talk about countertops and what the uh, countertop of choice was before the 1920s and after. So I did some uh, delving into countertops before the 20s, and it happened to be wood, which kind of reminded me of our trip to Winchester House in San Jose several years ago. Uh, If you've never been to the Winchester House, look it up, read about it. You will find it fascinating. Uh, And I'll tell you a little bit about it. So upon Sarah Winchester's husband's death in 1881, Sarah inherited more than $20.5 million. Now that's in 1881. So that was equivalent to $550 million in 2020. That puts her probably right into the Jeff Bezos club. So she received about uh, 50% ownership of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. And that gave her an income of roughly $1,000 a day, which is $27,000 a day today. So these uh, inheritances gave her a huge amount of money to play with. She decided she was going to move from the East Coast to San Jose, and she was going to use the money to fund an ongoing construction of a home for herself. She bought an old um, like farmhouse and decided she was going to renovate it. She started it in 1884. She wasn't using an architect and she just kept adding things by whims. Whatever she felt like doing, she added. It got to be ridiculous, but it was completed in 1906, sort of. In 1906, um, it uh, decided, well, they decided um, after a, an earthquake that they needed to move things around, change things. So until her death, she was continually changing the house. The thing that impressed me being a kitchen designer was her kitchen where the countertops were made of wood. And they even had a carved out drain area leading to the sink. So when she washed dishes, she would put them on her wood countertop and then the water would drain into the carved areas. So very interesting. And about 1920, they started using different materials like slate, linoleum. Yeah, linoleum. They could match their countertop to their floor. And arborite, which is like a laminate. They also use granite, quartz, and stainless steel. Stainless steel was good until World War II came along, and they pulled all the stainless steel for military purposes. So that kind of pushed laminate into the popular choice for these countertops. So before we go on with our kitchen countertops, I want to talk about our sponsor. 
um, Monogram has introduced two new collections, the Statement Collection, which is a modern design, together with traditional kitchen appliances. It features restaurant-inspired looks that will get you excited when you're cooking in your kitchen. You'll feel like a real chef. And they also introduce the Minimalist Collection, which is more streamlined and goes with the contemporary kitchen. Monogram is not just one detail, it's many. So when you put them all together, you create appliances that look, feel, and perform as if they were designed just for you. If you want to learn more about Monogram, go to monogram.com. Now, I will throw this out at you. In this day and age, we are all experiencing back orders on every product you can think of. Prices are going up. Back orders are increasing. So I've been told by the appliance reps, and of course, you, you're finding it everywhere, that if you need new appliances, you better order quickly. The lead times are long. And if you're looking for a specific appliance, you've got to order it immediately. Or if you need one in a hurry, you have to go to your dealer, find out what they have in their warehouse and just take it. Uh, that's that's where we are right now, folks. So good luck with your appliances. Uh, again, if you're remodeling your house and you have time where it's going to take six months to a year to remodel, order the appliances as soon as you can. And don't forget, your design is based on your appliance sizes. So it's um, very advantageous to get that order in quickly. Okay, let's go back to laminate countertops. So... Laminate countertops came in the 1900s, the early 1900s, when a couple of engineers for the Westinghouse Company invented a laminate product with phenolic resins to serve as an industrial insulator. Interesting. The inventive engineers left Westinghouse and they created their own company. They called it Formica Company. And soon the laminated plastic was born and it was being used for radios and other electronic devices. Well, that makes sense if they were insulating it. By the 1920s, decorative colors and patterns like wood grain and the foam marbles increased the popularity and use of the laminates. And they used Formica as a generic term. There were many other companies um, doing this product, but it seems like, you know, a tissue is called Kleenex. Every laminate is called Formica for some reason. Lucky for them, though. But they're not the only companies, like I said. There's Nevermore, Pionite, Aberite, Wilson Art, several other companies. And if you put them all together, your choices of colors and patterns are probably over the, in the thousands. But Anyway, let's, let's talk about how they make laminate. So laminate uh, countertops are made by, you're going to get a kick out of this, it's made actually by putting layers of brown paper together and resins into a single semi-rigid plastic sheet. They actually take brown craft paper, the same brown paper that they use the grocery store bags um, made of, and they use it for the first five layers of the laminate. And then on top of that five layers, they put a layer of um, either a pattern or a color sheet. Then on top of that, they put a translucent sheet. Then what they do is 
cook it all together. And they, which forces all the papers um, after they've been put into this resin. And when it cooks, it's bonded as one plastic sheet. Typically it's a four by eight sheet. We all knew that. These sheets can be cut into sizes and glued to plywood substrate on site, or they can um, glue it to particle board and they put the particle board with the laminate glued on top of it through benders. And these benders form the rolled edge and the integral backsplash of a countertop, which we call post-form countertops. Everybody's familiar with that. There's different grades of laminate. You can't just say, oh yeah, I'll have a laminate. Yeah, give me that one in that color. They come in either a horizontal grade or a vertical grade. And this makes sense. The horizontal grade is thicker. It's used on high traffic areas like your kitchen counters. And there, it's a little more durable. Whereas the vertical grade is used for what it said, vertical areas like the sides of uh, furniture, the sides of your cabinets, if you're doing laminate, the fronts of your doors. It's uh, on areas where you're not going to be writing or chopping or cooking. Uh, so it's a little bit thinner. Not to say that this is the most durable product. It isn't. But hey, it's good. It's been around for years and I don't see it going away. Um, they have different finishes. It comes in glossy to matte from smooth wood looks to textured wood looks. And there are some restrictions in some of them. Is it possible to paint laminate countertops? Ooh, they say there's a lot of prep work involved, more than I ever want to tackle. I would never in my wildest dreams want to paint laminate countertops. I can do other things with my time. But if you do some research and you really want to do this, try it on a small piece of laminate that you might have in an area where nobody's going to see it. Maybe a corner in the laundry room or if you have a workbench in your garage, try it out. I would guarantee that at least 50% of the people who try this decide they don't want to follow through with it. It's not something that you really want to do. And then I have seen it done where you can tell that somebody did it. It's, I don't think it's going to last as long as you think. Um, I wouldn't recommend it in a house. Uh, I'd probably stick with what you have until you can afford to replace it with something that's a little more durable. Well, before we go into the pros and cons of laminate, because believe me, there are some pros, I want to talk about our other sponsor, Thermador. Thermador Appliances also have two distinct collections. They have the Masterpiece Collection, which is a modern design for every kitchen, and the Professional Collection, which is a professional-grade design where you can experience restaurant style, put your chef's hat on, and make believe you have your own little restaurant. Thermador is luxury that lasts and powered by design and led by innovation. To learn more about Thermador, I would suggest you go to thermador.com. And again, as I said before, if you plan on remodeling and you need appliances, get those orders in quickly. There's a long lead time and you don't want to be disappointed by settling with something that um, is in their warehouse 
make friends with your dealer, your appliance dealer, find out what they have in stock, what the lead times are, and what you had in mind. You might be able to have alternatives if you like one appliance or one double oven versus a steam oven with a single oven. Talk to your dealer about um, how you cook and what you need in your kitchen. And good luck with your remodel. Hopefully everything will work out and timed right. So let's get back to laminate because I do have laminate in my house and I chose the laminate based on the colors. I didn't want to go with a granite or with a quartz in my office. I wanted to add color and I wasn't going to do anything more than write on it. So why go with the high dollar item? So laminate is budget friendly. Like I just said, it's inexpensive and it fits everybody's budget. Uh, and it's uh, very easy, easily matches with everything. Like I said before, they have thousands of uh, choices from wood looks to um, butcher block to colors to patterns. You can even go retro and pick a pattern that you saw from the 50s. Um, it's perfect for kitchen remodels on a tight budget for people who intend to change their colors every so often. Uh, and it's good for low traffic areas, like I said. Laundry rooms are good for it. Office desks. Uh, kids' rooms, if you don't give them uh, scissors and razor blades to play with, hopefully. And it uh, actually is very inexpensive if you want the look of granite, but you can't afford it. You can actually get some laminate that looks like granite and marble. Some of it has become so well um, engineered, I guess you want to call it, that you have to actually go over there and feel it to see if it's the real thing. So kudos to them. Now, the main thing about uh, laminate is it's easy to install. It's light, and it only takes one person to install it. Well, the other thing is um, you can buy blanks. Blanks are actually um, preformed laminate countertops that come in certain lengths. Uh, they come in four, six, eight, and tens, I believe, and I think twelves. And usually you can go to your big box stores and they have a supply of them in certain colors. So if you're not picky and you need a laminate top, you can go buy it and you can install it that same day. So there's no need to have to wait for somebody to template and then have two people to come and install your granite or your course. So it's easily, um, uh, you can get it easily at a big box store, like I said. And you can bring it home and install it or get your handyman to install it. But there's some cons on that, too. As nice as laminate sounds, don't ever think about um, putting a hot pot on it because it will burn. It will bubble. It's plastic. And so anything hot on that countertop is going to melt it. It could delaminate it, which means that the plastic separates from the bottom core board. So you have to be careful with it. You have to use cutting boards. Uh, and you, if you like undermount sinks, it is 
possible to undermount a sink and laminate, but I read all the directions and it's not that easy. So if you're not going to do it yourself, um, maybe you're really handy. But if you do hire somebody to put an undermount sink into a laminate countertop, make sure that you've seen their work before you contract them to do it. But I guess the main negative is that if you're trying to sell your home and get the best possible price, everybody's not going for laminate. They're going for either a quartz or a granite. So uh, it's not going to bring you a good resale value. So if you want to sell your house quickly and you don't want to put any more money into it and you don't want to remodel, sell it with your existing laminate top. Or you could possibly get a lower end granite. And there are those. You can go to the big box stores. Or I believe there's granite available from different countries. That would be less. Um, But whatever you do, um, you should know the pros and cons of everything. So hopefully this was um, useful to you guys. I hope that before you redo your countertops, you learn more about laminate and then figure the pros and cons of the quartz, the soapstone, the engineered stone, the porcelain, whatever is out there. Um, Because if you don't want to put a lot of money into your kitchen, say it's a starter house or you want to flip it, But there again, flipping, I'm seeing a lot of granite in flippers. So um, it would be a lower end flip. So if you have any questions on laminate, I've been actually doing laminate for the many, many years. And I used to work for a company that actually, um, so he invented the the idea of selling preformed countertops uh, to big box stores. So I've been, I guess, uh, very knowledgeable in laminate for the many past many, many years. And um, I think it's good in a certain uh, application. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you subscribe. So then when I post, I will publish a podcast, you will get it immediately. And don't forget to share them with your friends. Every podcast is a education. And we've talked about just about everything having to do with the home. So pass them on to your friends, learn from them. Uh, And if you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. I have my before and after pictures uh, on my website, as well as some videos and a um, dream gallery with a lot of pictures of projects that I've done. If you have any questions for me, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Well, again, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I think I'm going to do a podcast on the other different kinds of countertops. So be sure to listen. Stay safe. Have a great day. And hey, we're back with the mask. So be sure you wear one. <laughs>